everybody. This is episode 321, and I am excited to have my friend Demi on. But before we get started, I'm going to give you the commercials. So I just wanted you to know about Recharging You. It's not only the home for the Design Recharge Show. It's also a place where we inspire, we motivate, we guide creatives through courses and coaching and one-on-ones and workshops and things like that. So I just wanted you to know there's more to it than just the podcast, but the podcast is a big part. That's definitely where it started. It helps freelancing creatives find and utilize their strengths and guide you into reaching your business goals and your creative goals. Because sometimes they're separate and sometimes we have to get one out of the way so that we can start on the other. I want to help you do that. Just so you know, very end of November, we will be opening back up the power station. It is open. It's going to be open for two weeks. It is a group of people that are amazing. You meet every week. It's a 12 week commitment and we do it over about 13 weeks. So we might take one week off in that time. So it's going to start on January 2nd. So if you are ready to start the new year off right, this is the thing for you. So if you are interested, you can check it out. If you go to rechargingyou.com slash power station, you'll be able to find out more. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I'm happy to have you live. And last week I forgot to hit record or uh, broadcast. I'm so sorry. I ended up doing this super late because I thought nobody loved me and nobody showed up. It was terrible. But then Michael stayed, Michael Fonville, he was here for the whole 30 minutes, just waiting on me. I appreciate it, Michael. All right, so today we have my good friend, Demi Lazaru. Hmm. Yep. Probably was a not great of an intro, but I'm excited to have Demi on. Demi is in, in a group with me, and Demi and I got to talking. I don't know, we, he said something, and it made me just want to reach out to him, and we started talking. Hey, Mario. So, um... I, I don't even know what it was, but Demi is bold. He is um, also one of the sweetest people I know. He's, he's very good at holding you accountable. For me, he holds me accountable different than anybody else in my life. He does it in such a, um, it's like a hard way, but it's very soft. I don't know a way to say, it. I said, um, you hold me accountable in a way that is very unique than anybody else. So I want to do what you want me to do, but I also don't ever feel judged by you. Like I feel loved no matter what. So I, I appreciate that. So we're going to get started. Brian White's here too. We got people from all over the country, Hawaii, Kansas, Alabama, um, Texas. We got uh, Karina's in Tel Aviv. I appreciate you guys coming from all over. So Demi is in the UK, lives yes. in London, but you're from Greece originally. Indeed. Okay. And so Demi has a unique story about how he, um, he's got a really amazing set of uh, Instagram. It's different than other people. So I'm excited for you guys to check it out. I'll put it in the chat. But one of the things that Demi does is he was not always super organized and his time was not controllable or controlled. It was very out of control, right? I was pretty much the most disorganized person I knew, that's for sure. And I, it's really weird because there used to be a time when I had a photo of my flat when I was in uni 
and it was it was a whole mess but i i've lost the photo in in because i was disorganized so i lost the photo as well uh it was it was one of these times where you know everything was uh, that's that's how i thought that you know you're supposed to be when you're in uni or whatever when you're a creative person like oh i'm creative so i must be uh you know very disorganized and i had this chaos system where um it it was a time uh when the internet was you know still growing um lots of times you know you'd write things down like noting things on paper was really common no touch screens yet and so i would i would have these stacks of notes and i would just find whatever i i wanted just from an average height of the pile um that it would be in a sort of like oh this is two weeks ago so it's probably halfway down the pile or something like that it's because you I'm were always so an avid note taker though, right? You would take notes. It was just, you weren't able to actually access them. Well, the thing is like notes is a neat, a really weird thing. Like I, I sort of like, this is, this is some of my notes. So you, I write and I doodle and nothing is organized here. That's for sure. Uh, I just, I'm a very, um, I, I'm not sure, like ADHD wasn't a thing when I was growing up, so perhaps I am and I had never been formally diagnosed, but I, I have this, you know, really hard attention span and like my attention span is really hard to control. So sometimes making doodles or writing specific things or random words like, I don't know, sandwich uh, might be, you know, just this is what comes to mind right now. Just I'm trying to get it out of me. So my brain still has capacity to um, to think on on the the things that I'm actually um, working on. So it was super weird. Like again, I'm if I wasn't 32 and so out of this, I would be very embarrassed. But now it's just I I take it as a you know as a lesson to be learned sort of thing. But now it becomes like a superpower that now you can teach and you can help other people because that's how you were with me. You had already come up with some tools. You're going to share some of those with us now. So I want to give you a little bit. You are working as a designer and an entrepreneur for how long? How long have you been on your own? So um, I have been working as a designer for about eight years now. And I have been running my own business for a year and a half, a little more than that, like no, 20 months or something like that. Um, yeah, on May, um, well, it will be two years. So yeah, I'm doing branding and identity design, mostly. I, mm -hmm. I take other um, production work for existing clients, but I don't, don't do that uh, so much. And you used uh, to do work with WordPress. I mean, there's you have a, a variety of a background, right? You have a math degree? I don't have a degree. I have studies. I never you have got my degree, actually. No. I okay. Can't. So lots of math, though. So usually right. that's not hand in hand with design. So you think differently. And so that's one of the things that I love. But you also come at a problem, whether it's within yourself or for a client, you're fine coming at it from different um, uh, places, like coming at it from different sides. So the time thing, because it was so not how you were, as a person, there was a one thing that you've told me that in your background that you did, you, um, you joined the 
so military service yeah yes. this is probably what you're referring to so yeah in in greece i'm i'm greek i just came to the uk four years ago so all of my upbringing and everything has been greek greek educational system and all that and uh there's a, ma a mandatory uh military service there and for people so it's a random allocation but almost 90 percent of people go to the army which was where i even was. girls no, uh, so only males between the age of 18 and 35, you have to do it. Uh, you find a way to postpone it. So you're allowed to take time off if you're studying and it's one year or nine months if you're, or if you're in the army. Um, you only uh, have to give them a year? Yes. So oh. if you're in the Navy and the Air Force, it's a year. If you're in the, um, in the army, it's nine months, which is... Well, it's it's just enough so that you don't get too uh, senior in there, I suppose. Uh, well, it was it was more. My dad did three years. Um, could you have done more? Like people do choose to go, and that's their so career. So I could decide. I could decide to become an officer, um, and that would be five more months. And um, but I didn't want to. Like I I wanted to be you know, in and out as, as much as possible. So um, we have this thing called the presidential guard um, that you have to be a certain height and above to go in. They, they asked me to go, I didn't want to uh, because it's terrible, <clears throat> terribly hard. You, you sort of have to stand still, not laugh, do all the, you know, um, you've seen the, uh, the bear skins in, in the UK, it's something similar. Uh, so that would be torture. So you, how tall are you? Because I know you're tall. I'm, oh God, you're all Americans. So uh, in feet, I don't, I don't know how. We're not all Americans. Feet. Okay, so I'm a meter. How tall, much taller than Chris are you? Oh, much. Just like, a, like, head. Yeah, like a, more than a head. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't want to say much more than a head but I'm a head taller. That's you sure. tell me what it is and I'll do the conversion. In, so it's uh, a meter and 83. Um, that's the... Okay, that's I got it. You keep telling us about, so you, the army, and then what was that like? And how did that change you for time? Because this was really like a wake-up call for you. So the first thing that I, it was, so it was 273 days. I remember most of them. <laughs> um, so uh, the, the main thing that started happening was I, I started waking up really early after a sort of, you know, very intense social life uh, that I had outside. And now my day started, like, especially in the first month and a half, the day started at 5.30 in the morning. And during the rest of it, like six. Uh, so, so what did the, what was a normal day before entering the army? What time would you get up? Ooh, sometimes I would wake up. Uh, so when, when I was attending classes, it would be around eight. And some, some days would be 11. Uh, I was... I was, um, <clears throat> especially the time when I was unemployed, it would be just uh, random, like between 11, 12. I guess uh, what I'm trying, I'm trying to get across is there's this huge difference. So somebody who was really just um, right. 
living by the whim, right? That, and that's not, absolutely true. Like I would not, stay, I would stay out until four sometimes just, you know, uh, stay awake all, all night until morning came. So it was a very different experience for me. For me. So starting out at five thirty, like, especially in the beginning, you know, there was, there was lots of training and stuff. And the main, the main thing that happened there was that I started realizing that I've done so much and it's still 10 AM. And, uh, that changed my perspective so you so were getting much. up in the army at like five or six and you were like at 10 a.m. Sometimes I'm not even awake. Right, 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 right. And then I was like, I've done so much. And I check my watch and it's just like 10. And you're like, oh my God, there's so much more in the day. And obviously in the army, like there's always work to be done, which is similar to, to running your own business. Like someone will give you something to do. That's, that's for sure. And when you run your business, there's someone is yourself. You, you have a pile of things that you will never get to until like there's no way you can, you can achieve all these in a, in a lifetime. But then it's just a challenge of finding what's, what, what's to prioritize. You know? Okay. So that's another one of your strengths is this ability to prioritize. So not only have you gone from crazy time, no time, I don't live by the clock, to living like, oh my goodness, I'm able to get so much stuff done. But I also think the ADHD kind of comes to play in here because you'd always kind of been bing, 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 and taking notes and staying focused. And right. I think that as designers, as creatives, we deal with this, no matter if we're ADHD or not, right? So you have a way to kind of deal with that by taking notes, taking a lot of notes on everything you're dealing with. But sometimes we may be really good at track doing our time but we might not be good at prioritizing. Like there are times when some, a student asked me this or somebody, a friend, I don't remember who asked me. I call them all friends, right? So somebody asked me and they said, well, what do you, how do you do this if you want to do project B, but you have to get project A? I mean, you have to do both of them. Why, when, how do you reward yourself? And I think that this is something that you've been able to do. And I don't know how you were able to find this, but it kind of feels like you had a rebirth of when you were going. And I remember one of the first times we talked to me, you said, you were like, mm, this is not, I feel like I'm a taskmaster, right? Like I just keep having things on my list, right. right? And I was like, well, Demi, maybe this is a superpower instead of like your Achilles heel, because maybe this is something you do really well. And then we started talking about that. So right? the, main th the main thing is being... So being able to prioritize and being wise at prioritizing is different. So I, I think this is where our relationship began because you gave me so much clarity on what to prioritize and, you know, which is the good step for me and what, what am I missing from the picture? But um, when, I, when, I see my, when I see my list of, like, tasks for the, for the day, like, it's, for me... I am very strict on myself on, on, I'm, I'm very visual for, for the first thing. So when I struggle with something, I don't want to do it. I usually I visualize what is this, uh, an obstacle for. So mm. if I don't want to do the dishes, like what, what are these dishes being, dirty stopping me from doing so when i visualize the 
the thing that I, I need to achieve, then just the task becomes, uh, you know, um, the, the wall between me and it. And this is, this is what I, I suggest to everyone. Like everyone's like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Or I, 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 I need to do that. But it's not happening. Like if, <clears throat> if you, if you want, and if it helps you visualize, you know, the, the happy surprise, that you have when you look at your bank statement and more money is in there uh, than you expected, then th that's something. So you have to visualize it and then just go, okay, now do this because it's client work. Or um, it's a little harder when when it's something for you and it's not direct client work. Like everyone struggles with that more, I think. And this because, because because the other stuff is making us money, but the other this is one of the things that you're really good at as. You, you block off times in your week and times in your day to do learning. You also block off times. I want you to get to that. So, so where did you meet design? So in uni, did you study design? So I studied mathematics, but I was very heavily involved. So before uni, I was, I was very artistic. I would uh, decorate uh, my, my classmates' handbag, uh, like um, school bags with uh, calligraphy and markers and stuff like that. But at the time when, when I finished school in 2004, like it, um, being a designer wasn't a very um, recommended thing, like, um, you know, not very inspiring path to follow. And everyone had to do science. So I did math or maths as they call them here in the UK. And, um, but when I was there, I was heavily involved in the student union. So, um, in, in a desperate attempt to free up some money, we would um, usually before I uh, before I went there, they would hire a designer to do posters for uh, parties and social functions and stuff like that. Uh, but we wanted to save the uh, 250 euros for the poster or something like that. So I was like, okay, what if I did that? So I started dabbling with it. I started um, buying magazines, books. Uh, all these sort of, um, you know, um, resources. Like the internet was just starting being in a reliable resource. Like YouTube wasn't a thing just yet. Just had cat videos and, and all that, but no real um, intentional training uh, thing. But I books were really satis satisfactory. So I actually found a job while I was in uni uh, in a print shop and there we sort of did like um um all these sort of uh calendars and you know promotional material and stuff like that so and you were is... you were doing design outside of school but you were doing it within the uni and then in your job so you had this kind of side love that you didn't realize really could be a, a thing Precisely. right yeah i sort of i i i as my studies in mathematics were going and going, I, I sort of realized like I was, I wasn't like, I wasn't ever going to be the top mathematician. And I wasn't really like when I, when I finished with the courses that I really enjoyed, like the rest was, was sort of, uh, I'm not really sure because you never know how it's going to be unless you're there. Like in uh, mathematics has nothing to do with the things we do in school. So nobody really, could tell me that oh, um, <laughs> what you were going to do with math well yeah the, the, I, I sort of like the thing that's um has been outdated since the since the 1950s and you know didn't know that because it was high school math i didn't really know the the certain 
um, intricacies of uh, academia, I would say. But design, I, I found that I actually enjoyed studying. So after a while, like I, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm liking this too much. Uh, I, I need to start, I need to start being more and more consistent with this. So when I, when I, after I went to the army, um, I tried to find a job in in design i had some coding background because of mathematics so i found a job as a as a developer with sort of designers sensibilities i would say like uh with without a degree or anything so when i found this job i took my first paycheck and enrolled in design uni and i did evening courses and weekends and from that I got my my actual degree so I was working and studying at the same time all right so you're after the army your life was different because you started getting up earlier you were reading right. you were you were more um, you had goals and one of the things that you had said when we talked before was that um, life had become before the army was was an obstacle of your growth and so this has kind of been like, if, if I think about you and your story, there are things that become this obstacle. And I think, you know, for my friend Mark, who's in Bermuda, it could be that he, he does IT, but he's an amazing painter and illustrator, right? So, but it could be that there's this obstacle is of going into it full force is that the other job pays well and it's consistent, right? So it's a lot, it's really, it's really, um, it's scary, right, to go out. So there's all these things. So even you're talking about like unloading the dishwasher or doing the dishes if you don't have a dishwasher, right? So it's like an obstacle to getting to the next thing that you need to do, correct? So when you started looking at life like this, where does priorities come in? Because I think for most creatives, this can be a very big struggle is to know what to prioritize. And as you taught, taught me how to do this, you said the first thing I needed to do was first just record what my life was like and how I spent time. And you told me about a certain tool and I can't remember, I was going to pull it up, but it's uh, 144 blocks okay. uh, is the one that I suggested, but even Google calendar is, is great for that purpose. So, well, right. And I showed you my hundred, <laughs> I showed you both. I showed yeah. you my Google calendar, right? Cause you were like, I think yeah. I can help you with this. Um, and this is, I'm going to, 144 blocks is B-L-O-C-K-S. I'm going to put it in the chat and also be down below um, for anybody. But this is a good way of really um, doing every, is it every 10 minutes? Every 10 yes. minutes of the day. Can you tell so, about why you like this one? So basically the, the, the weird thing was when I, when I realized that, you know, sometimes there was the, there was a <clears throat> there was this parallel with money that I um, I, I find very inspiring that uh, time is is like money. Budgeting helps a lot with understanding what you're doing. And um, the first advice I ever got from um, from the budgeting software I was using was in the first month just track without without judgment. And this is this is what I did for time so 
uh, I'm married. Uh, sometimes, you know, we we need to coordinate our lives uh, with me and my wife. And um, one of the things that uh, is is challenging sometimes is what time is dinner time, for example. So you will find these discrepancies between, uh, you know, what I think, uh, I how much time I think I spend on something, on prep, for example, cooking or whatever, and what actual time I'm doing. So getting granular and understanding uh, in, a, in a really precise level how much something actually takes this this helps me be um, be honest with both myself my my wife my clients so that I don't over promise and not deliver okay. because I, I, I read this <clears throat> um, this very neat um, quote I think from Seth Godin that uh, people, it's it's not a quote, but it's um, a story that people people are late to meetings because they don't want to displease the previous person they're meeting mm. with, and they, they they think it will take two hours and takes two hours and a half, so they run to to the next appointment. They're ten minutes late, and they've overestimated something. So I don't I I, I like pleasing people. I know that's that's a different curse of its own, but. If I like pleasing people, this means that I have to be at least, you know, accurate with, with the things I can do in a day. All right. So pleasing is one of my things too. Maybe that's why we work well together. But so me tracking my time, and I think I did it for three weeks. And it they do the the 144 blocks. I was trying to find mine, but I guess I, I signed in with a different account. So I'm gonna try to find it. But one of the things was that it literally was like your sleep, your work, your commute. You could also give um, like time for, for rest. And that was the thing for me that stood out to the most. Cause you were said, yeah. well, Diana, if you know that it takes this, you work this much, but you know, if you work over that, you start getting bitchy or something, right? Mm -hmm. Like you told me a story. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that word with you but that's a different that's a safe cuss word i think i don't yeah. usually cuss but we'll say sure. that's a safe one um but sometimes i can be like that right and just like you were saying your friends and family you said you also wanted to talk to them about when you start getting hard to live with or when you start um feeling overloaded because it affects them also and this was where priorities come in and then you sticking to that amount of time so can you kind of tell that story do you remember that story well, I'm not sure what specifically you're referring to, but I I think that you know I'm I'm a social person. I really I really like people. I have many friends. I have many good friends. Um, I, I I live away from home, which means that my time with my family is is very um, um, very little, uh, much less than I would like it uh, would like to. So <clears throat> I, I I think that assigning time. To, to be social and assigning time to be for with yourself like uh, ent entertaining yourself that's also <clears throat> really important in the long run and uh, I've been very guilty of doing uh, working more than I should or working less than I should so in both in both situations I find that you know being um, in the sort of Goldilocks zone of uh, neither too much neither too little is is the best way possible I think this is this is silly advice to, to, to listen from someone like don't over 
work too much, like don't overwork yourself. But I, I, I have found a technique and this is where the um, Google Calendar 166 blocks uh, comes to play. I don't, now I schedule my play in advance and my social time in advance. So I pre-book time for me to rest. Be why, but why? Because this was to me, um, and how you do it is the next thing. But one, it was because it made you more productive, right? When you were working. Yeah, because uh, my mind needs to rest. My mind needs to be taken off, uh, you know, off things. And the other is, again, I, I sort of, I... I value the other people in my life enough that, you know, I want to be available to them as well, uh, long-term and short-term. All right. My favorite way to build websites is with the Elementor plugin, and it works with almost any WordPress theme. It makes any theme invincible. This plugin has changed the way I have been able to design websites. This plugin is the Elementor plugin, and it is a game changer. It's been a game changer for me. As I used to use one visual builder, now I use this one. When I went, go back to the old visual builder and I start reworking um, or working in client sites, I am completely um, fumbling around because Elementor has spoiled me because it's so much easier. So, um, and it's, uh, it's easy to pick up. There's extra things that you can get. You can try the Elementor plugin for free, but then if you're ready to purchase, doesn't cost you any more to use this link, but I just get a little piece of the pie. This is an affiliate link and you can purchase the plan that's right for you. If you go to bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital D capital R Elementor. Things for me is that I showed you my Google calendar and you were like, whoa, it's way too much, Diane. You yep. Too much on my plate. And I don't know if anybody else is like that or not, right? I, I don't, I don't know. Um, Oh, I have to do it at a different time. Um, I can't show, share my screen because I didn't, I had to upload the new Catalina or whatever. Anyway, um, but my calendar was overloaded hour to hour, hour to hour. And exactly what you were saying was I felt bad saying I had to go. I only have an hour for this. I have to go. I don't. So how did you get over that part? Because I still kind of struggle with that. Do you tell people at the beginning how long you have? When you and I meet, you always say, hey, we have this thing at 10 or we have this thing at four. Um, I'm going to have to let you go. And we always have stayed to that, but you've always been very clear with me. Is that like from the get-go? Is that something that you would suggest for people like me? Well, yes and no. Like if you, I, I think that, so... <clears throat> the main thing that I found in your calendar was that, you know, lots of time was devoted to work and you didn't ever plan for time for yourself. And the worst thing is that there was no rest planned. So what happens is when, when you have, when, when you finish your work hours and there's nothing else on your calendar and you're tempted to stay working for 30 minutes more, an hour more, you're you're gonna say oh i've nothing planned i can still you know mm. uh, work on this a couple of hours more and be done with it today as if there's you're not gonna put more work on yourself tomorrow um and the other thing is that that you this this makes you know makes it tempting for you to use your own 
resources and your energy and vitality to um, uh, and exhaust them before you can spend them on actual you know productive work so one thing you told me though another thing that went with the blocks you suggested that i get legos and you said get can you tell them about that yeah so uh what i do and i encourage lots of people to do is i have a schedule that's sort of uh approved by the people uh in my life as well so there's there's buy-in from them as well so that i have like four hours a day i i do paid work two hours a day i do um a sort of revenue tomorrow work like um either projects for free that build my portfolio helping people out or uh doing networking like this uh, right now would be like revenue tomorrow you never know um but it's not you know social or um you know uh it's not personal. fun right because we well, don't have fun together i'm fun just playing i'm just playing uh, it's very fun uh, this is this is part of growing up i think it's finding ways to to enjoy your work mm. life but this is still work life and so i do four hours a day of of uh, revenue today i do two hours of revenue tomorrow and then i have four hours of uh, what i call exploration which is reading, studying, writing, um, learning new stuff, exploring random things on Wikipedia that, you know, three years later, they, they show up in, in your design work somehow. And then I have two hours of chores, uh, which might be cooking, might be paying the bills, you know, because some sometimes these things take time, you know, you have to wait for an email to respond. Right. And uh, and I, then I have four hours of entertainment or social life and eight hours of sleep and that's it. So then you broke up these, uh, you said, get these different colors. You right. need to get buy-in by the pe- right. my husband and my friends, <clears throat> the people so, around me, right? So, so th- yes, basically I, I showed this sort of schedule to people uh, who I respect and especially my wife. And I was like, is this reasonable? Is this, is this something we can, we can be happy with? So, uh, because, because if you, if, if I, if I showed the schedule that said like, I want to work 12 hours in a day, she'd be like, no, no way. This is not happening. So again, getting the buy-in and then the most important thing and the legos were uh colorful white so you 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 can buy different color legos or uh, you can use monopoly money if you want uh the main thing is to have a um numbers of tokens in different colors so the thing is as the day goes you you spend you spend the legos so you put you stack them on top of the other so for every one hour you stack them on top of the other so what you'll find is that when you're done with client work with paid work you don't have any more of these to spend so what's what's to be done now so you can you can go on with something else and this will force you to read more this will force mm. you to to do things for your business today that will um you know uh, be investments for tomorrow this will force you that when when all of this is done you need to go rest you need to go cook food you need to go watch this show that you like so much because 
this is what life's about like we need to mm. be enjoying this nobody wants to to go like to the age of 90 and all their lives has been nothing and if you're a creative person there's no way you can keep being a creative person if you don't have a healthy culture diet from mm. books comic books tv shows movies music like you need to find time uh to be relevant and that's like that's it's not doing design research but if you watch the the last avengers movie oh i know you're listening to you have metal music lately or things you know things are sort of influencing us in in various ways so you need that and you need to make time for that otherwise you're going to be cut off and you're done and especially as a designer we need that because we have to learn about new things all the time so it's how quickly can you learn about something and dive deep and appreciate it or find something that you appreciate and then you find new ways to connect and so if you're doing this all the time other people maybe don't enjoy their job as much as we do, especially if we're owning our own business or we're, we're doing a, a side project that really takes a ton of time. I really felt like the logo, the Lego, sorry, the logo things, sorry. the Lego things really was key for me. Not that I've done it, but it was key for me to know about like, okay, I have this much time a day for work. And I really feel like I do. I do need to put more time of that um, just rest or reading. And I think for a lot of us, you know, to stay relevant in our industry, we have to keep learning things. But if you're not planning for it, if you don't plan for a vacation, you will never go on a vacation because you will not be saving money for it. You will not do whatever it takes. You won't make the reservation. You won't do those things. So it's just like, this is what you're saying. If I, but you have to do something every day or every week. And I love that it's like a chunk of time However much you and your family have decided is good for you to work, then that's what you can do. And then there needs to be this other stuff. This other stuff adds to who we are as designers. It helps us in our work. Um, and it this does. absolutely true. Yes. And, but what I thought was like, you were like, Diane, when you've done the eight hours of work or 10 hours of work or 12 hours of work in your day, then you've gone through all the blue Legos. You have to go to the purple Lego or the red Lego. You have to go. It can't, there is no more blue right. Legos. I think I, 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 as, as my business grows and I myself grows, and I know this might be overkill for some people. So if, if people are not productivity beasts, uh, you, could, you could do a week, like all all the blocks of a week so um your time is more uh balanced and you can say i'll work for two days straight and then play for four days and that's absolutely fine as well um so you can chunk the um you know have a pool of weekly um legos for that but i find that even now like i I have different times where uh, especially like i start my day with reading and writing before I do anything else. And I prefer to write before I read because writing is the hardest thing uh, for me. So, and it's the one that will be the least likely to carry on more because if I'm reading, I'm really into the book, I'll just stay there. Or mm -hmm. if I'm designing and you know, I'm, I'm in the zone, I'll just stay there. 
So the cool thing about using Google Calendar for this is that every, so I've blocked every hour. So every hour I get a, not a notification of what I'm supposed to be doing in this hour. So if I'm, if I'm cheating in any way on this, you know, regimen, like I, I'll get a notification that, oh, well, you should, you're supposed to be researching design magazines or uh, blogs or whatever. So um, like, but understanding that these are things that we do, like we, we, we have this, um, you have this weekly show and uh, on, on our group, we have like uh, scheduled calls and stuff like that. So sometimes we tend to dismiss these things as one-offs, but they're not. So just making sure that everything is in its place and every couple of weeks you can go and revisit and say, was I happy this week that this happened? Wasn't I like, why wasn't I happy? Oh, that was, that means mm. too much. When, when we, we came here in the UK, we sort of budgeted our money uh, because, you know, um, uh, our, our savings that we brought from Greece was not nearly enough for anything. Um, so we under budgeted the amount of money that we would spend on going out. So after, um, after a couple of weeks that we were sort of very restrained, we're like, this is not feasible. This is not real. We should double it. And we did. And we, we sort of felt okay with it because there was something that we found that made us miserable. So there's mm. no need to be ultra regimented and so Spartan to say, Oh, I'm not going to, going to not going to play. I'm going to like, this is unfeasible. If it makes you miserable, change it, but just be aware that this is something you're sacrificing. So something else will have to go in its place. That's. So when, when you, the first thing you would tell people to do is one, um, take how many weeks and kind of see what, and really track your time. Cause you, you have to analyze what you're doing. Just like you, before you moved, you thought it would be this much money, but you really didn't know. You had to come back, loop around and say, Nope, this is how much it's going to cost to live here to, to live the way we want to live. So how many weeks do you think would be good for most people? For time management? Mm -hmm. I think most people I've recommended this to struggle on the first week. So if you track the first week, you're already in a great path. So um, what I would suggest and what I usually suggest is every month you take one hour to plan the next month uh, to, to make the adjustments. So how am I doing this in, in Google Calendar? What I will do is I'll set every, every piece of that, I'll set it as recurring Okay. Uh, so every piece of work I'm doing is weekly. So I'd say like client work, project A, one hour. And it will... So you do you do break it out to each client. So you're if you're working no, on a website, oh. I won't I, I won't name the client. I'm oh. just saying. So client work is just general client work. Right, general okay. client work that I know that I and I, I will have at all times. So. If I find next week that something something's um, you know clashing, then I will delete that specific instance, and I'll put something else in its place, and I'll move things around. Because otherwise, I won't be like this. Helps me pre-plan all my year in advance. I say, you know, our this thing happens every week, 
and I will I'll rather manually change it every week if it clashes or decide that this is not happening every week rather than have an allocated time. So if you ask me what I'm doing on Wednesday, December 17th, 2028 i know i it might change but i know now that there's there's a starting plan that's the so then do you do you do it hour by hour or are you doing blocks like a block of four hours no, 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 i do hour by hour because it's easier to it's easier change. to move stuff around yeah that's good so, to know yeah okay. if, go right. ahead you go no, like if, if something happens, so um, let's say I'm, I'm planning client work and, uh, I'm, and I'm working on the client work and somebody calls, there's a lead, they want to, to work together and I spend an hour on the phone. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll move the revenue tomorrow that I have back on that time or from tomorrow if need be, because I've spent my, my thing for the day, I'll move things around until the, the sums are the same. Mm. Sounds crazy, sounds too much, but it's actually the, the thing that's helped me. So, so this helps anticipate the, the sort of unexpected things. So that is one of the huge things for us, right? We have an emergency or whatever. Oh. Okay, well that emergency, you still only have a certain amount of time in the day and you do close it down. So if you're gonna work late one night, that means you get to sleep in or you get to play the next day and you can't um, scrimp on some of those things. It's, it's like- um, Precisely. Taking a shower, you still take a shower, hopefully every day or, or brush your teeth or, or whatever it is. So for, I, I want to get into this a little bit. We have just a little bit of time left. So for you, working for yourself and for a lot of us who either have a side project or we're working from home or I know Kent Odenhall, he's working from home, but he's working remotely. So when we are, what's the hardest part about working for yourself and managing emergencies or managing time with clients or like what if you get in a role on one client? On client work, you mean? Get on like a what? Yeah, like you're doing a website and it's just so you're loving it and you... I, so I think that I don't, I don't. Like I, I, I find that going in and out of the zone now is, is more easy just because mm. I have learned to, to control the, uh, the start you know, the, the sort of um, conditions that I have, my environmental conditions, like I'm, I know oh, I should be doing client work not right now, I'm working on that and um, this is gonna be, that, that's my task for the day. And because I, I know I have something else lined up and it's gonna be something different, like I sort of enjoy jumping around, mm -hmm. like I'm not, I'm not that hard to, to focus but by all means like if people if people like working in chunks more then just go straight i i think there's there's no way for me to work more more than eight hours on a single project so there's no physical way i can do it but you've so, also found that this is productive for you so this is not like a um, this is this living like this and working like this has made you more productive, more creative because you're feeding your creative beast inside, but you're also giving yourself time for your business to grow, 
for you to grow and you've adjusted and changed of what you like because you're able to dig in and do research. So it's been very beneficial for you. Yes, it's sort of, so it, it reduces stress so much. And I know that, you know, planning, planning sounds stressful, but it's not. Basically, uh, if I gave you $2,000 and told you like, this is, um, you know, go spend this on, on clothes or food or, you know, entertainment, whatever. And you knew that everything that you wanted to do was budgeted for, you'd spend it much more easily um, than if you didn't know if you're getting in debt, if you, you, mm. if you need this for something else, if, you know, everything, uh, oh, there's going to be a hidden thing. So what happens is I'm happy jumping between things because I don't feel guilty because I've already pre-assigned my hours. So I know that this is not going to bite me in the bum. Uh, afterwards, I, I tried to, to keep the legalities. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, yeah. As well. So, um, yeah, if, if you know what you're doing, so jumping around is not a problem because in the end, it all um, comes back to sort of a zero-sum thing. So is jumping around from client to client hard for you? What, what do you struggle with then? I struggle with the, so the, the main struggle that I have, and you've helped me uh, a lot in this, uh, but I'm still trying to figure it for my own, is, is when do you know that something is going to have an effect? That's, mm. that's, that's not part of my intention. Sometimes it's really hard to see really hard to see you know this sort of so when when you're doing something like every that works for everybody else and isn't working for you and you're honestly and very deeply putting the effort and time and some sometimes just doesn't work and you know you're this is this is what i'm struggling with like sometimes i don't get you know why the the results are not there uh, at all times but I know, and this is, this is a great thing about, you know, being very disciplined is I know it's not for lack of trying. Hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes it's just timing and you have to have faith that, um, that, that will happen and that things will come to, to pass at the right time. And I, I think that sometimes it makes for a great story, right? But it sure is a better story on the other side of the story. Right. But when you're living it, when you're in the desert, it can be really difficult. But I right. think that there are some things are really important just about being consistent. And I think for me, that's what this did for me is helped me to see how I was using my time. And then you also gave me accountable. You, you looked at it in a loving way and said, Diane, where's your fun? Where's your time for you and your husband to do something? Or, or are you getting enough sleep or, or when are you learning? And I feel like having that of somebody. So I feel like, People should, they can do this alone, but having the accountability is really helpful. And you, you're, you never, I never felt judged by you, but I felt like you were really trying to help me be um, healthier and more creative. And I felt like you were on my team for this. And I feel like people need somebody else that is, wants the best for them. And I think that that's what you did for me. Um, I, I think that's an important part of this because I, Sorry. I couldn't really just do this alone. I think, I think I needed to have you, uh, I needed to have somebody that I was coming to and you were going to help me look at this and look at it from an, 
another perspective. What were you going to say? Sorry. I, I just, I want to say like, I, since th- this is why I told you like how, how bad it was for me in the beginning, I cannot judge people for not knowing how to handle this. I cannot like really cannot judge them. I think there are tricks. I, I think I've just seen myself um, stumble uh, upon myself so hard. So I, I really, it's really hard for me to, to judge. I, I, I know it's like, I'm, I've been very tempted to, you know, be chaotic and I live that lifestyle for quite a while. It's just, just not working for me anymore. So I want, I want to extend this, um, you know, help as much as possible to others because I've just failed so miserably. So others can, you know, um, expediently learn uh, from my experience. Right. All right. So, so there are some things that I want to tell people about for that they can use you for as well. So you are open to doing, um, I don't know what you call it, but consulting and helping people. Cause sometimes we're too deep in our own life right. to kind of see. So one, th- I think you asked me what kind of what my goals were for my business, for my life, you know, what, you know, and, and you kind of have that as a background of where we're going right in the future. So I just want to make sure people know that they can contact you by going to your website, lazdesign.co.uk. And that's probably the best way for them to get in touch with you. Is that right? Yes. Uh, and my website, www.lazdesign.co.uk. It's the same. Okay, perfect. Instagram yeah. Yep. I have both on there. Yep. It's in the chat and it'll also be below. Um, so when people are doing, maybe find somebody accountable or you can hire Demi. Um, this was something we met like once every three weeks or once a month. Right. Um, maybe in the beginning we went once every two weeks or after the first time so that I knew I was on track. Mm-hmm. Um, when, um, so I love that you're building your weeks a month in advance or you're building it. It's a continuous. I don't know if people are using Google calendar like that. I know I do, but I don't do it exactly the way you're saying. I think I'm going to implement that for sure. But I also think one of the things that we don't do is market for ourselves, that business tomorrow, right? Business doing things that for your business tomorrow is that's where we fall short. So when we're super, super busy and I've, told the story about Jason Karn before. He amazingly talented designer, letterer, artist, and he was super busy doing really big projects for big companies, but he didn't have time to market himself and he couldn't. He couldn't do side projects because he didn't have time and he couldn't share anything that he was working on because he was under non-disclosure agreements. So that's why side projects are really important. Those side projects are things that you can do and you can share, but you have to make time for them. And sometimes if we're just living at work, then um, we're, our creativity kind of suffers, right? Because when we are ready to change a job or we're ready to move on or take on a new responsibility, we don't have everything ready. So that marketing for yourself is something that's really important that, that you do, but it's also just as like learning. So are those two different blocks or are those the same block of time for you? So learning, learning is in a different. So learning is exploration. And when I'm marketing myself, it's revenue tomorrow. Okay. I love that revenue tomorrow. Um, so it might be, it might not be marketing. So I've done, uh, I've done um, free projects for, um, you know, certain verticals that I want to work with, or, you know, sometimes just anything that might, or even, 
even sort of value exchange um, project that would go under revenue tomorrow because it's not bringing um, you know food to the table. Well, I also love that you're not doing so many of those so that you have those blocked out. That if those are done, then you can't do anymore. I always thought oh, I'm going to do one pro bono project a quarter. And it doesn't end up working. So I think your way ends up working out better, whether that is um, a side project where you're doing something on your own, whether that's a pro bono project or something like that. I also think just networking or getting in groups and being active. Again, consistency is really important in this, but consistency is really important for people to see that you're producing stuff on a regular basis. That's, right. that's good stuff. Well, this is two hours every day. And that's that's a lot like um it adds up certainly there's a compound effect there so i never thought that i would need to do more than this this adds up to you know a whole working day um should it be more i don't know i don't think so all right so then i want to these are the last last three questions how do you recharge and what inspires you okay so i recharge i i love I love tabletop games, uh, board games, and role-playing games. I'm a big fan of both. I usually, um, I'm, I'm really hard to, um, <clears throat> to, well, I, I try to play video games as well, but it's, it's becoming harder and harder right now uh, because of time, uh, because it's sort of a tertiary thing in my entertainment, so it's not so valuable. Um, but yeah, board games and tabletop role-playing games. I, I love these, uh, probably reading or playing something every now and then. All right. That's my big recharge. Okay, I love that. Uh, what's your favorite board game? Just for so uh, one that I love is called Celts. Uh, and uh, it's played with pebbles. Uh, it's, a, it's a neat Euro game. And there's this ticket to ride, which is also very exciting um yeah um those sound cool i've never heard of this I'll have oh to there's this up. whole whole genre called euro games that are really popular here in europe and um you know um it's a booming industry actually we'll have to check it out us here in america don't even know about that side of the pond okay i love that i love learning new things all right so demi what advice would you give that younger self i mean would would your younger self that was the crazy getting up at 11 or three or whatever would you even be friends with you now? Well, I, I would. Again, I don't judge. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think, I don't think he would like me. Like it would be too much of a square for him. Uh, the cool, hip, young Demi. I would, I would suggest. So there's, there's a time where the the internet sort of happened, and I stopped reading. I was reading a lot uh, as a kid. And I sort of stopped reading when the internet mm. came to our lives. So this year I've, I've, I'm back into reading and this is what I give my, myself advice. Never stop reading. Mm. Um, I've read, I've read 34 books this year. I'm going to reach 40 by the end of the year. And last year I read one. So. Um, wow. And these are one of them. Me, you told me to read and it was thick. It was a thick book. It was a lot of hours it was like 15 hours in audible well yeah i do like i read every day now um multiple books usually so i read one or two books uh no, not one whole book in a single take but i read one two books a day so 
this is something cool I've, I'm doing. I've deleted all the social media from my phone. So um, if I'm bored in a queue or somewhere on the train or the tube, I'd, I'd read a book. And I have multiple books. So if I'm bored of that book I'm reading, I'll just switch the book. So there you go. That's great. All right. So what's next? What? How? How could people um, learn more, or what could they? What What are you going to do for us next? So I'm 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 going through a massive rebrand as well, and this is going like my whole business is going to change. I'm still going to be doing identities and logos, uh, but I've um, I found a, <clears throat> a, a research. Uh, opportunity i would say like i find a, a really cool uh thing to research called semiotics which is the study of signs and symbols and what things mean and i i think there's some much value uh for graphics designers to to understand you know why um why we're using different different things and how we interpret uh how we interpret certain uh visual pieces have started putting out content both on my uh, Instagram account and my LinkedIn about this. And yeah, this is this uh, this mistake here. There you go. Sorry about that technical difficulty. But yeah, this is this is going to be the focus of my my new business in twenty twenty. That's awesome. I lost connection to my mouse, so I can't do anything. Um, okay. <laughs> I have to get a my other mouse from over there. Hang on just a second. It's all right, take your time. It's an, another reason I really it's a don't show, love people. Apple it's a mice. Show. Please Hang forgive on. Diane, she's not hearing a mic. I know I have battery in it, but now at least I have a mouse, hopefully. Now I just have to put my earbuds back in, in the right ears. Do you have one of these Apple mice that are- I, I hate yeah, this mouse. Yeah. I hate this mouse. I'm a Windows uh, user. I know. We're not going to talk about that because I still want to be friends with you. <laughs> well, there you go. How's your mouse working now? It's working. Uh, it's a it's a Logitech, right? It's just a $12 Logitech. I'm just playing with you, Demi. I know you are a PC user. All right. Fair <laughs> we'll cut that other part out. You, um, anyway, I just want, so if you guys want to get in touch with Demi, you can easily do that by going to his website at lazdesign.co.uk. And he really helped me. He helped me look at it from a new perspective. And I hope maybe some of this has helped you. I think knowing his story of being so disorganized or so not, uh, I don't know, it, it was very different. Your life I think was before. And then I think putting things in blocks and in chunks and doing it each hour of each day and then just having it repeat, especially for somebody like me. One of the things that I struggle with is that my life changes every quarter, every semester I have different things that are going on. So I have to, I do those planning scheduled out, but for me, planning in time and maybe color coding. And I don't know if you color code it as well in your Google calendar. Do you? I do. I think that I think it helps us to be able to work yeah. better like that for sure. But Demi, you're one of my favorite people. I love learning from you. Um, I am glad that we read some of the same books or you tell me books to read because I think we help each other. But I just want to make sure people know to go to your 
Instagram as well because you are working on these signs and symbols and has really fueled you in, in a different way, I think, than, um, than what you've done in the past. So I think this is really fun. I just want to share this one specifically. I love the textures. I love how you're bringing, it's a, it's a carousel, but it's done differently. And I think I really love the way you're doing it. So good Thanks, job. Thanks, Dan. Um, this has been like, as, as a guest on this show, that so many people I um, have been inspired and admired have been in my uh, position. I'm, I'm very, very grateful uh, for uh, the invitation. I always uh, enjoy the time spent together as well. Um, for uh, I've told you uh, <clears throat> for for anyone who's listening, there's a there's a twenty five percent discount on on the consulting I do for Proactivity with the code Design Recharge, um, single word as a coupon code in my uh, eShop. Uh, so and we can get to that shop just by going to Laz. Yes, code. my website. Just shop, and that's where it is. I can. Uh, can actually give you, yep, design recharge. I can give you a. Give I'm gonna get it. Actually, okay, yep. you're amazing. I'm getting it. And you're six foot tall and some change. Yes, that's apparently what um, the consensus is. I could be, yeah, I don't know. It's a European thing. One eighty three. And thank you so much. Like this has been so valuable. Um, I have some time if people want to ask any questions or. Absolutely. So Do if people have, like, I don't yeah, want to keep you. No, I I'd have to go in like 15, 10 minutes. I have to go to another thing. But if we go to shop and then we go to, and you have a lot of things like there are the market audit books also really neat, but the productivity consultation is 60 minute. And then you're giving us a, a discount. So I'm going to click on that and then I'm going to put it in the chat. So it'll be right there. Wicked. Yay. Anyway, it really helped me. And I just thought it was a different way to look at things. And I did get Legos. I just need to put them together. For me, Legos was, um, it was a, a new thing. I, I started with Monopoly money and, mm -hmm. because there's this idea that you're spending a specific currency every time and you're not getting back uh, like normal currency. So, but Legos, Legos sort of, you know, work because you can stack them. You can see a visual representation of your day as it goes. And this is also quite exciting. If you're very much of a freak and you track everything like I do, you can take pictures of the stack every day and just compare your days uh, uh, in different ways. Just a suggestion. So I love if, that. If anyone has any, any questions, I'm, um, uh, I'm very happy to answer haven't checked the chat for a while i have been so a lot of people love the lego idea and said that you could use that with kids too um ethan said it helped True. him a lot um maria was impressed by your book thing i think it's this is what i love about demi it goes from one book last year to 40 this year so and and these aren't tiny little books that are three pages long right these are some of these are really long um books the, but does it does the the books vary in what um, you're reading do you read other things that are culturally or are they all business books or design books or I I can share my screen um, great be... and we have one question um, Melvin says can you share the other main productivity tool that you use apart daily apart from what you discussed today 
Okay, this is really a whole new kind of worms, Melvin, but I, I use this. Mm. This is called the, the bullet journal. Um, it's not my mine, uh, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's basically a technique to write down your tasks. Uh, you do it by hand, there's a, um, there's a way to code it. Uh, that, but the, the main idea and what people don't get with these digital uh, task apps is that you have to physically write it every day. So I start the day with, with writing. And this way, if you if you sort of skip something that you should be doing, like uh, you forgot to, to pay the gas bill for four days in a row, like the fifth time you write it, you're like, what am I doing here? And you have sort of time to meditate on what's to be done. And this primes you because you already know what's important for today. So uh, you start with the day, you start the day uh, with this. So I'm I'm very much, I hope I answered your question, Melvin. Um, so, Diane, I'll share my screen uh, with uh, what is a bit crazy, uh, but please bear with me. It's my library system. Uh, and you so use Notion, right, to do take notes in books? Yes. So this is, can you see that? Yes, we can see it. So, so library system is the type of books that you're reading, right? Right. So okay. I, ha I have a master list of books that I want to read at some point. And there are, there are many more that are not yet here. So as this uh, carries on. So uh, the, the colors are how, how deep I am into these. So let's say if I um, uh, have a book on drawing, but I haven't read any, so it's red. And if I've read some books on typography, it's going to go orange and progressively yellow, green, sometimes blue is, you know, the, the thing that I've, I've been more involved. Uh, you have year. to manually make them those colors, right? It doesn't yes, happen. Yes, yes. Okay. I do have to do it manually, but just because it's, you know, once every book, it's like, you know, take me several months to uh, to do the book so it's actually a pleasure to go back in strike this through and and carry on so um, I have different uh, you know uh, I have a, this this way to just sort of um, sort everything and I know it sounds complicated and probably is and you don't need to do that unless you're a freak like I am uh, but you, you also take notes in Notion on the books too. So it's yes. you're very active uh, yeah, learning. I'm, every time I'm reading, I'm actively taking, I can show you. Uh, so that's not there. So my improvement, because there's a separate thing for that as well. Let's say branding, uh, the story brand is really good. So I marked it complete because I'm done. And this is pretty much my, my notes on the book so as i'm as i'm reading i'm just writing this is not copy paste i'm free form writing because that's the way i'm sure i understand everything mm -hmm. and yeah this is this is how i do it i know it, i know it's a lot of work but you'll thank yourself in the future for doing this this is the whole um tying your shoelaces the proper way sort of thing 
Well, and then it also gives you something to go back to and to um, refresh instead of having to find. And Notion is free and it's yeah, on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing all these notes with my friends. Like, so every time someone mentions a book I've read, I'm like, oh, here's, here's my notes for that. I know I cannot publish it because it's not my original work. But if someone's reading the book, it's really cool. So this is content waiting to be shared, basically. Thank you, Melvin, for being with us. For sure. All right. Well, Demi, I'm going to let you go, but I want to thank you guys for um, coming today and I hope that it helped. It has helped me a ton. Next week is our last official design recharge. I will be doing one more on the, the Thanksgiving Wednesday, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I know it doesn't mean anything to you, Demi, but we have Thanksgiving. Um, but anyway, I don't no. think y'all have a thing in a couple of weeks, right? You don't have a no, holiday uh no we were like people do black friday here but it's just a, a sort of uh after our after thanksgiving shock. yeah yeah so so we are going to be talking about spending and the holidays and how we can really plan for next year by making connections and um starting conversations and communications and reaching out and we have Dustin Lee from Retro Supply on and that's what he's going to be talking about because he's learned a lot and he, um, November's always usually a really good month and you think, oh, people are buying things for other people, but there's a mindset thing. So really, maybe you have a different mindset. We usually think it's just so dead, right? July, it's dead and then December, it's dead. But maybe you can do um, revenue tomorrow things in December and in the end of November, which really make a difference for your beginning of your year in Precise. January. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week with Dustin Lee with Retro Supply. So I hope you guys will join us back regular time. To me, thank you. I know it's super late, right? Thank it's, you, Diane. No, it's eight thirty. Yeah, eight forty-five. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Thank you so much, Diane. It's uh, it's an absolute honor. Thank you so much, and thank you everyone for joining us. Thank y'all for sure, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>